I messed that up. I wasn't paying attention. I was, you know, I don't have a full setup as you can see. Um, hey, what's up, YouTube and listeners and everyone? Uh, it's Josh, and we're back with the Bravo Zulu podcast tonight. I have a guest with me. Uh, this guest, I feel like I almost force isn't the right word, <laughs> but pressure? I, pressured and coerced. Um, I did not use my positional office to do it, but we kind of worked together. And uh, this gentleman, he's not really a young man. He's a full grown ass man as everyone in the military is. Right. <laughs> and uh, we worked together and I was like, Hey, you know what? Like, I think you'd be a cool guest on the Bravo Zulu podcast. And I think uh, Chris will call him today. Um, I think he's li- you've listened to a couple. I'm um, not going to put the camera on him yet. It's a big reveal, everyone. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I think he's going to be a good guest because, uh, you know, talking with him a little bit and, and hearing a little bit of his life story. I don't know what happened when we were talking about that, but we kind of cut him off or, you know, how conversations go. And, but I was like, I'm going to have him on so yeah. he can tell more of it and see what we got. Well, it's just it's interesting, right? I always find people's story interesting especially when it comes to the military and, and how they got here and where they're going after or whatever. So without further ado, we got Chris. Chris, what's up? Howdy. Yeah, uh, welcome to the show. I appreciate you being here. Um, it means a lot to me appreciate uh, because, you know, I have this dream of this becoming the next Joe Rogan show without uh, former Navy SEALs that are, you know, selling books. and uh, It all um, starts somewhere. Jeans. It, it does, and right here starts at the, the studio in the garage. That's what's so, up. Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background. And as we were talking about before, just, you know, take it away and, and start diving into as much as you want to dive into. Sure. Um, as I was saying, like, tell us, again, you were sharing with us at work the other day, kind of like your, you joined when you were 26, right? right. And yeah. then, so that's late eight joiner. years. Yeah, late joiner, uh-huh. eight years of life experience. Take me kind of like through those eight years as quickly or as much as you want. Yeah. And then what brought you into the Navy? So... Was always very into music. Yeah. Dad was a drummer. There was always instruments in the house. So through high school, I played drums, played in little garage bands here and there, and ended up getting the opportunity with a couple bands I was in or scabbing for to start touring. So I toured for a while, probably from age like 18 to 22-ish, 21, 22-ish. And th- these are just like like local small bands? Yeah, or pretty... just like punk bands. Yeah, okay. Just playing fast, sloppy shit, you know? Yeah. And like not making any money, just cutting even, just traveling for free. So that brought me to make friends in a lot of places, and which gave me the opportunity to leave the Midwest where I was from. Uh, first time I moved away from home, uh, was for a girl, moved down to New Orleans, um, was there for like a year, bar backing, working, racked up a bunch of cash, and then that relationship was on the rocks, so I split and went to Seattle, um, yeah, so was in Seattle with all my boys, my, I kind of call them like my chosen family yeah I, they are to me you know yeah they're like more than friends to me um i feel closer with them than a lot of my close family yeah um so i guess just being a young adult there i've had a lot of jobs man like 
you name it, I've probably done it. I've worked in restaurants, machine shops. I valeted for a long time. Ended my last job before I joined the Navy was moving inventory around for uh, Ferrari of Seattle. Ferrari cars? Yeah. So that's the dopest car you've ever driven? I mean, I guess probably, yeah. Yeah, there was some stuff that I wasn't even allowed to drive there. Really? Like only the owner and his sons were allowed to drive it. The like owner old, of the dealer? Yeah, it was a privately owned dealer. Oh, shit, that's pretty yeah. dope. That's pretty fucking cool. Um, That was the last job I had. And then, I don't know, it kind of hit me. I think in, in your mid, well, at least for me, it was my mid-20s, obviously, where it's like, it comes the thing, you see people that find their thing, their careers, or you find, they, you see them take that next step in life. And I felt like I was maybe lagging. And I was like, I need to do something. But I never liked school. I was always good at school, but I never liked it. It was boring to me, not yeah. interesting. Yeah. I wanted to, I just, I've never minded work. So I just have always been like, no, I'm just going to work. Like, I'll just find a job. And, you know, it, it always worked for me. I was never had trouble finding a job. Um, but I knew I wasn't going to retire off the jobs that I was doing. Right. Yeah. So that, so that was in your head of like, what am I doing when Fear I'm 50? Of working till I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's okay. scary for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. I think a lot of people don't really still realize that. Right. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, like, like, but that's America too. Kind of right. Is this like mentality of, well, you work for, if you're in the military 20, but then after that you work for another 20, so 40. So by then you work until you're 65 and then, then at 65 or 67 and a half, whatever the fuck it is then. So I've never thought about that. I mean, I mean, I guess, I don't know, not like you did because I was already in the military at 25. I already had this like, well at 25 in 13 more years, Mm -hmm. I'm fucking done. Right. Working. So, you know, my first job or whatever. So, so you're thinking about that, which is huge. And then that's what kind of, is that what kind of catapulted you towards the the military? Um, yeah, that was a huge part of it. I knew that if I was going to find an actual career that could support a real retirement, Mm -hmm. it was either going to come from something like the military or something where I was like, okay, I'm going to have to go to school at least for a couple years to get something, you Mm -hmm. know, like a real job but I didn't have any money to pay for that. And I've like, my parents beat it into my head to like, never have debt. Okay. So like just putting myself through school, I knew it was, I've seen my friends do it. Like I've seen that I've seen them get out with degrees and then they're paying fucking school loans forever. I never wanted to be in that position. So I was like, you know, honestly at first I wanted to go coast guard. I was like, let me do four years in the coast guard. I'm going to try to stay in Seattle because I never wanted to leave. I love it there. Let me try to go Coast Guard, and I wanted to be IS. I wanted something with a top secret clearance because one of the last jobs I had before the Navy, this was the one before Ferrari, I was valeting cars at a hotel, and one of the guys there was like this ex-Army Ranger, and he lived there with his wife. So the first 17 floors was the hotel, and then there was another 15 or 20 so more floors that were all residential condominiums. And one of those dudes that lived up there was an ex-army ranger who was collecting like a six-figure salary, literally doing like security at Amazon because he had a top secret clearance and he knew how to kill people. (laughs) (laughs) So he's just, he didn't do anything. Like he was just racking money. And I was like, shit. He was like, if you're, and I had talked to him before I joined, I was like, yo, I'm thinking about joining the military. Like, what do you think? And he was like, he's like, either leave, leave with something that's transferable. He's like, I 
didn't leave with much, but I left with a top secret. Right. And that's, I'm getting paid off that. And I was like, okay, top secret. Cool. I'm going to go IS. So, um, the recruiters are not in Seattle. They're in a town South of Seattle called Tequila and, uh, rolled up in there, met this dude. He was, he's an engineering right in the coast guard. He was either EN or HT, something something around there. Or maybe he was DC. He's a second class petty officer. His name is Jacob. I was calling Petty Officer Jacob by his first name. Like I, <laughs> I no one's ever been in my in the military in my family. I'm the right. first one. Well, my grandpa has a kind of a weird story, but we can talk about that later, maybe. Um so rolling around with this dude, Petty Officer Jacob, like DC two or whatever his rate was. And he's giving me tours of Sector Seattle, which is like one of the bigger Coast Guard bases on mm-hmm. the West Coast. And I was like, dude, this seems awesome. Like, potentially I could just stay here in Seattle and I have a sick job. Maybe I'll love it. And, you know, and it, he's telling me all these crazy shit. Like, oh, the Coast Guard is like the best retention rate out of all the branches, which. Well, it's not really a branch. You know, we start, cra- <laughs> we fucking start cracking those jokes. <laughs> um, but they ended up not wanting me because I, I've been arrested when I was younger. Okay. Just over stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. Like Like, misdemeanor just... Like fighting and stealing. Yeah. Like stupid kid shit. Yeah, yeah, Literally arrested when I was like... I think the first time I got arrested when I was like 17 over fighting. Okay. But that's enough for the Coast Guard. They don't need that many people, right? Yeah. So that's... They're picky as hell. They're like, we don't want you. But you're like, where where else could I do this? Well, And the Navy was like, hey, we like motherfuckers like that. Yeah. (laughs) His suggestion was like... Well, you know, the Navy's like sort of the same. They have the same rates, yada, yada, same pay system. He's like, if you did a contract there and still wanted to go Coast Guard, you could probably go Coast Guard then having four or five years honorable service. And that in my head was like, okay, well, let's fucking go for it. Like, what am I doing? You know? Yeah. I can come back here anytime and fucking work for a Ferrari or work for a hotel or get a fucking trade job or whatever. Let's try it. I wanted a challenge. And, um, yeah, so I just went for it. Ended up, MEPS offered me two jobs. A's, <laughs> this, this is actually really fucking funny. Uh, they offered me two jobs. They offered me SCG, and they offered me AZ. And I said I didn't want AZ because I didn't want to do administration stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and tell the uh, guests that are listening. And if you're listening, uh, you know, go ahead and jump in the chat if you have any questions for Chris or anything. Uh, so, Chris. What do you do uh, where we're at? Uh, right now on board, I'm working in admin <laughs> as an SCG. Yeah. You're our, you're one of our best yeoman. I appreciate that. Uh, I have a good teacher. SCG, who's another SCG. Who is an SCG. <laughs> Literally, all of admin is comprised of SCGs. Yeah. Four SCGs being fake YNs. Trying their damnedest to be good YNs. You guys do a damn good job. Like, no cap, for real. You guys do... I, I, I could understand. I got one of my best friends is a Y. What's up, Charlie? He's a YNC, and like I go to that dude for. I think you guys might have met him one time. I I, I didn't know a you know a Will did once when he came over to the building, but um, like it's not. It's people will look at wines and be like, oh, it's easy because it's office work, but it's like it's tedious, monotonous, yeah, like very detail oriented. You know, literally dot your eyes and cross your t's. Yeah, and if you're not for that. Or in your case, yeah. you did not sign up for it. Right. It makes you feel kind of somewhat kind of way, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
You know, I, I don't, it's better than some other jobs they could have gave me. I'll tell yeah. you that right now. Yeah, for sure. So I'm grateful in a sense, but at the same time, I'm still a little pissed that the Navy put me in this situation. Yeah. I feel kind of fucking like, like I got fleeced for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> they, they fucking finesse the shit out of you. Yeah. 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 So, so, yo, so, all right, we'll back up. So you joined the Navy. Yeah. You, you, you're like, I don't want to do admin. Yeah. I'll be a sonar tech. Yeah. And I was looking it up. I was like, shit, that sounds cool. Like yeah. learning how to do sonar. We're going to go chase submarines around. Hitting ports, chasing subs. That sounds fucking cool. Yeah, give me that job. It's an advanced rate. Oh, like, or an advanced electronics rate. Yeah, that sounds smart. Like, I studied my ass off for the ASVAB and scored high to get a good job. Yeah. And when they offered me that one, I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but okay, let's go for it. It sounds cool, you know? Um, but shit, if I would have known it would have played out the, like this, maybe I would have taken AZ, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So we got people in the chat. We got Jose in here uh, hollering out that that's Jose Solis. Oh. Uh, you might, if you listen for a while, you guys heard him before here on, on the as a guest on the podcast. Uh, Sadman department, right? That's a <laughs> supply admin, right? We up there. Nothing sad about it, though. It's a good no, time. We do have a good time. Uh, my boy Dale says, uh, nah, customer service is trash. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't get it. <laughs> nah, customer service is trash. I respect YNs, PSs, and LSs. Dale, make some sense there, buddy. Why is customer service trash? You're saying it's hard? So so you're in A school because everyone knows what kind of platform we're on, right? Or at least that I'm on and if yeah. you work there, right? So we're in the in the LCS program and, you know, we don't have to get into too many of the, the worst details of it, right? But sure. you're in A school. You're yeah. learning all this sonar stuff. Yeah. Is it meeting your level of excitement where, where when you were reading about it, you're like, yo, this is kind of fucking dope. Like this, like, like yeah, honestly, you're, you're going to be an asset to the Navy. Yeah. Doing anti-submarine, right. like all this shit. Like, so right. you're pretty hype about it. Yeah. And everybody, you know, your instructors are talking like, oh, I just got back from Japan. We are following these Chinese subs around. That shit was cool. I was eating ramen in Japan. I'm like, fuck yes. I, give me some of that. You yeah. Know? yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I want. I want to be in Southeast Asia fucking chasing Chinese submarines around. So, yeah, it sounded cool. And then, honestly, I, I look back on, um, on like, school. It's right over there in Point Loma. Yeah. And I, it's, like, a really fond point in my short Navy career so far, right? Yeah. Um, it's very chill base, super quiet. It's literally all sonar techs and mine men. And, uh, like, the only thing that sucked about it was being 26 years old and showing up and them being, like, you don't have you like if you want to leave base you have to be in uniform like we don't trust you you know like liberty restriction type rules and yeah. shit and at the time you're a square and you're like oh man like i'm on phase three liberty like i have to go out <laughs> of my nsus and you don't know that like at least nobody plugged me in like yeah i went out in my fucking nsus the first time and then i ran into some sonar techs that were in civvies and they were like why didn't you bring a backpack and i was like Cause I'm scared to get in trouble. I don't know. <laughs> like I've never done this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Even, I'm even just playing at, by the rules, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Even at like 25, 26, you're like, yeah. no, I thought those were the rules. Right? Yeah. So did you? So you come from a family with with like no service history, except you said your grandfather, right? Yeah. Or very minimal. Yeah. So I tell people this story all the time, right? And I'm not ashamed of it. I had no idea how the like military rank structure worked. Sure. I had family that have served in Marines. My dad was in the air force for a while. His stepfather, like I have a, I have a family that's pretty thick in, in, in service. Yeah. 
But I had like this like Call of Duty progression of rank system where you start out as private. And as long as you keep, you know, Call of Duty leveling up, you just become a four star general or something. Right. I had no idea that there's an enlisted and officer branches. Yeah. So were you aware of that or like because I learned it in boot camp when I was looking in the little Ricky book, you know, I was like, oh, shit, you know, so. So when you learn that, was it just kind of like, okay, you're, you're, you're happy with that? You're good with it? No, my, or? my The recruiters and – I don't know. There's definitely not the same guys. But the recruiters on Tukwila were ass. Yeah. They didn't tell me anything. I was, I, after I got to boot camp, I heard people were talking, were get all, getting all these, like, study guides for all the shit you had to know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, ranks and all this and, like – To what, try to get the, like, advancement like before who? you went in. Right. Yeah. So, so you're prepared at all? I went in blind as a fucking bat. Like, yeah. I was like, y'all were getting study guides and like, y'all were memorizing shit? And so I was like, oh, fuck. But it's not that hard. I mean, No, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. so I was I was working. You know, I had a job and everything before. Yeah. I was on the six-month debt program myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're like, yeah, come work out with us and come do this and come do that. I was like, yo. I got, I, at the time, I had two jobs. I think, and then I quit one like after the summertime and worked the one until I, until I shipped out right. Yeah. So it was like I'm working, man. I'm out here trying to get money. Yeah. Before I go, so yeah. I ain't got time for your PT. I ain't got time. No. I'm not trying to. I'll learn all that in boot camp. They never even invited me to stuff like that. I oh, think. No? I think. I don't know why, but maybe they did realize that I was like older and mm-hmm. like I had a full time job. And yeah, I probably would have same said the same thing if yeah. they would have. I'm like, I'm working today. What What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm not gonna come do push-ups with you. I can do. <laughs> I can do that on my own time. Like, yeah, um, yeah. The recruiters down there were ass, and I don't know if they thought maybe they weren't, and they were just like, "He's got it. He's older. Like, we don't need to tell him anything. He'll be fine." So, do you wish some of that would have happened? Do you think that would have changed anything, or is it more like once no, you get out of a school and you got where you're at? I don't expect them to be honest because if they were honest, I don't think they would recruit anyone a lot. Straight up, like yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I think the only people that are kind are people that have family that have served that get them prepared, so they kind of know what they're expecting. But man, the people that don't know what's going on, it's not like anybody's telling you. <laughs> yeah, well, even at that, nobody's it, talking about duty when you're at fucking the recruiting office, right? Like, yeah. The, the the worst of it. Uh, yeah. Gary, what's up, Gary? Uh, my boy Gary uh, just joined us in the chat. So, all right, so you're at, you're at A school. You're in Point Loma. You're going out in your NSU. You're looking like a nerd. Yeah. Right, all that good stuff. You're right. hearing all these cool stories, some C stories, all this cool shit. Yeah. Your guys' A school is pretty long, right? I mean, it's pretty. It was. I was almost at school for like a full year. Okay. I was so there then... for like nine months or something. Okay, so now now you get your orders, yeah, and they're like, "Hey, you're going to, yeah." So the last class, they give everybody their orders in class, right? And it, it's not like a, I had r- heard rumors like, "Oh, top of the class gets their pick of orders." Mm-hmm. There was none of that shit. It was, it doesn't matter what score you got, you're getting what you get. So in my class, it was like 20 people in my class, my graduating class. I think like. Five or so went to ships with sonar. The rest were LCS and, and aircraft carriers. And every and the instructors literally laughed at us. They were like, "Oh, you're going to fucking LCS? Nice loser! Like, <laughs> go go have fun." And, I'm, and I'm like, "What do you mean? It's in San Diego. Like, that's cool." Yeah. The and and that was the thing too. When when we were getting ready, I was like, 
man, I wanted like Spain, obviously they're not going to, everybody was saying like, yeah, these are the places you could potentially go, but they're not going to send a first term sailor overseas. Uh, yeah. And it, it, it was pretty rare. Honestly, I only heard of like two people the whole time I was at school, like going to Japan and they were, I didn't hear of a single person graduating school and going to a place like Spain. Yeah. It was pretty much if you got overseas, you got Japan, at least from my experience. Um, I would have been down for it though. You know, I was like, fuck it. I, my whole, my whole plan was always just to do my first contract anyway about it. So, so that was your plan straight up from the beginning. Is like yeah. you're going to do that four years, get yeah, the benefits. I just wanted the benefits. Right. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted a, a bridge to an, another chapter, you know, um, like a opportunity. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, let's go crazy. Give me orders to Japan. You know, I'm down for it. I'll be in four years. I want to experience as four or five years. I, I want to experience as much as I can. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It could have been worse, I guess. I don't know. You hear horror, horror stories about Norfolk and I don't know. The only time people talk about that is just like, yeah, you have to be like way squared away all the time. And there's a bunch of traffic. Yeah. It's just like, it just sounds like shit that. It just seems like West Coast is very uh, more relaxed. So, so that's something I've been, I've, I don't know who I was talking to more recently about that. Like Norfolk, that used to be used to be. Right. I think like the the thing right is like it's close to DC. It's super squared away, super anal. Right. It's always Chiefs fucking correct you. Maybe it still is, right. but I think with the generation of sailor today, mm. the youth. Yeah, I think across the board, a lot of it's going to shit. Mm. Like it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter what base you're on. Um, you're catching sailors with headphones in their fucking ears in uniform, fucking be bopping down the fucking street. You know sure. what I mean? Like, there's, there's, there's fucked up shit. No matter where you look and, and how you cut it. Yeah, I think just Norfolk. I, I've actually, I was never stationed there. Kind of, I did like three months there total, yeah. maybe. Uh, after I left my first shore duty and I went to, I went to a USNS, and it was like home ported out of Earl, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. but actually ported out of Norfolk, right? Okay. So I spent some time there before we deployed, like, two months, pulled back in after deployment and spent, like, another two months there, something mm-hmm. like that. And I wasn't a fan of it. You know, it's 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 south enough for me to not be a fan of the south, right? A lot, yeah. of, a lot of southern things still going on there for in Norfolk, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like going into the barbershop to get a haircut, and people look at me like I'm in the wrong barbershop. Right. I was like, no, I kind of need someone like you to cut my hair because <laughs> I, I want a good haircut. You yeah. know what I mean? And just Not weird shit sure. like that. And so I was never a fan. The traffic, yeah. you know, the traffic, there's horror stories about it. Yeah. So I'm glad I've spent Hawaii and San Diego. But, sure. you know, some of that, it's yeah. it's so-so. But so you're, you don't get Japan. You get LCS. Yeah. Instructors are like, hot, sucks to suck. Yeah. And then show, you show up at pre-com. Yeah. And, and the first thing I do when I'm like going, to, uh, so when I checked in, we were still, we didn't, we weren't even in that new building. We were in the old building. We were in building, I think it was 55. 55 yeah. We were in building 55. So like, uh, I think legit when I checked in, Barbosa had gotten there like, uh, like a month before me and yeah. he was like my sponsor. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. So Barbosa is like showing me around, like going through the fucking check-in sheet. Half the people aren't even there on a check-in sheet. It's still somehow baffling to me how much at this point, I'm not surprised by it anymore, but it's like, oh my gosh, we're like, it's the military. Isn't this shit supposed to be squared away? Like, where are these people? Like, they're not where they're supposed to be. 
You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So a lot of times people think like, oh, am I supposed to be marching somewhere? <laughs> right. Like, I don't know if that's what you're thinking, but I know I've had sailors tell me like they thought the military was going to be more military. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was kind of going through your mind too? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was going to be like super squared away. And it's, I mean, some people are, some people that's important to them. And then some other people are like, I'm doing my job. Fuck you. Leave me alone. Yeah. You know? Which I get, especially like I could see with the schedule we're working now, if I was a person that has been doing that for a long time, yeah, I'd get grinded down for sure. And I probably would turn into that person. So maybe, um, but yeah, I don't know. It was just surprising. It was surprising to like show up and like it's a struggle to get shit done. Um, I don't know. I, I, I never imagined how dis disorganized and like inefficient some of the some of the stuff would be. Yeah, you know. But I don't know where that stems from. I have my theories where it stems <laughs> from. But I don't know if it's any one thing for sure. You know, it's never one thing. No, and and that's like again, I always tell people like on the podcast that listen, right? Like, I want to tell like the real life story of like military service. Yeah, not the glorified like everyone's a door kicker. You know, in the mountains of fucking Afghanistan or deserts of Iraq, like doing all this. Like, for sure, th- that's all cool, and you can make awesome movies about it. Yeah. But who's gonna make the movie about us? You know, sitting in the building or you sitting in the building for two years. Right. Not doing your job. Yeah. Learning a different rate. I didn't mind the building, to be honest. Well, no. I, the building's okay. pretty badass. I don't mind the building either. But, but I mean, and we've talked about this in the in the, in the the office, right? Like, yeah. so your plan was always to do four years. But yeah. how much did not doing your job at all, like what you came in to do and what you learned yeah. well, I contribute to? When I was in the building, I wasn't salty about not doing sonar stuff. Because I was going home at lunch every day. Yeah. So I didn't care. Yeah. I was like, cool, I'm hanging out in San Diego. Fair. I'm not gonna com- I'm not gonna be the guy who complains about that. You right. Know? Um But there's always been a part of me too, when you look at like our first class sonar techs that have taught you know, telling their sea stories and stuff, yeah. you're like, there's a part of you that's like, Man, I wish I was doing something that didn't seem like I was just like wasting my days here. I wish I had something that felt like mission important. Something something that made us feel like we're actually doing something, you know? Um, POD is important. Yeah, for sure. Muster. <laughs> every every damn day. That's the first thing. <laughs> Departments, if you're out there, muster. muster. <laughs> Help out your YN, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Muster. Before 10, engineering. Engineering. <laughs> <laughs> no, engineering's good. DC3's on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turn in your musters. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I was, I've always tried to be optimistic about it. You know, I don't want to be sitting around moping, crying all the time that I'm not doing sonar. But when you're doing shit, that's not in your rate that you don't have an interest in that you don't see the point of that. It's a grind and tedious and it's not mentally stimulating whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, fuck, I feel cheated a little bit, you know? And it makes you feel like, fuck, am I, just, am I just wasting time? Am I just wasting my years doing this shit? And sometimes I feel like um, I'm going to feel that way until I start cashing in those benefits, honestly, yeah. until I start seeing the fruits of it all, until I start going to school for free. You know, I already got my eyes on a program until I start, and, until I go to buy my first house and I got that VA loan, mm-hmm. you know? 
then I'm gonna feel good about what I did. But when it's when you're just trying to get through the day, it's like, you know, and that even makes me feel kind of fucking soft saying that because a lot of people on the ship got it way harder than I do. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, but you know, I, like I say, it, it doesn't matter. You know, everyone's personal worst is their personal worst, right? Everyone's shitty right. day is two, different. There can be two truths. Yeah. yeah, and so so I can again, like I. I I feel for y'all, right? Because it's a, you guys do a great job, but I can totally understand, and I would be pissed if you know, you, even if you only had the plan of doing the four years, yeah, right, of coming in and not doing what you're trained to do because of where we're at right. and, and circumstances out of everyone on that ship, everyone mm-hmm. has no control over it, right? Everyone at the next level has no control over right. it, right? You know, that's the thing that makes me really be like this like feel like the navy is just a shit show it's just a shit show like shooting from the hip every day yeah it's like how how do you send all these people to a program that has no sonar module and spend all this money on all this stuff like tell these people they're going here and like you paid to train them, but now you're sending them to a place. It's just so inefficient and backwards. Yeah. Like if, if the Navy was a company, like it would not last. No, we're definitely not Amazon. No. Or Google. Like, it's the only reason this shit runs is because they just keep robbing taxpayers, honestly. Like, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's a lot of feelings that a lot of people, again, at one upon, once upon a time, isn't there? There's still honor in service, right? Sure. You should never feel like your 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 service wasn't honorable, right? At least you know if you're performing honorably. But at some you, point, you volunteered for something that someone, a that, lot of people wouldn't do. Yes, yeah, right. And you know, I ain't gonna get all mean like on this and be like, you know, you signed a contract to give your life. No, 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 no. I signed a contract so I could take other motherfuckers' should, lives should, and contribute to that. Usually, when <laughs> people are signing contracts. Uh, they know the whole deal. <laughs> yeah, we don't get a lawyer with us to read the fine print. Right. Yeah. Like maybe I should have done that. Maybe that's on me too. Maybe I should have brought a lawyer to recruiting and be like, yeah. "Hey, can you check this over? Yeah. Do a one over." Yeah. Or I don't know. But you know, so so it's just like I was, I was saying, like y- your service is honorable, but today's generation is so much more informed and sure. so much more in touch with everything that's happening. Right. Yeah. It's all all right there. Right at the laptop, at the at the at your phone, whatever. Right. And so I can understand why someone coming in, you're, you're 30 now, right? 29? I'll be 30 in August. 30 in August. So, yeah. you know, you're not that far behind me, mm-hmm. right? Like, you, you're you just as well as informed, and even the 18-year-old is just as well informed about what's going on in the politics of situations and sure. in D.C. of situations. To have the opinion like, wow, like this is where our tax money is going? Yeah, and and it's the the civilians that are out there, and sorry, civilian listeners, I still love you, but they're just like, oh no, it's all for the greater good, and and yeah. sometimes it is, but it's like you have no idea how much, like, right, not just personal time, but the money, like just everything, like the, this yeah. whole thing, and I don't want to get into too much of it because I don't know what should be and shouldn't be talked about as far as like you know everything like that, but just know that. Not all the money is going where you think it's going, right? And that's I, with with anything. I've man, I've had a lot of time to think about this, and honestly, it, 
this is kind of what I've narrowed it down to, right? The Navy paid, this is, this is my experience. The Navy paid for me to become a sonar tech to put me on a ship that doesn't have sonar to send that ship arguably on not a real deployment. A different kind of deployment. That's for sure. I mean, people will call it that it, like mission important or whatever, but I don't know. I would argue that you're on you're on the Kool Aid. Like <laughs> I'm on the Kool Aid a little bit. Uh, okay, hey, that's but, but I mean, like you know, we kind of talked about this, right? Because you you've asked, like, what, what is the mission, right? Yeah. In, in the formal setting of us in uniform, yeah, right. You've asked it, and it's like, well, no, it, no, what no is, matter what, what is, is it, the, what is the reason that we're all working so damn hard on this ship for what? Yeah, for what? And I, I ain't like I ain't got the greatest answer, but the like, it's just like AT level one, right? Presence, sure. But it's not doing anything, you know. And, and that's and it's just one of those things. Like, I mean, yeah, I could probably say not, but then someone smarter than me and higher up could be like, yeah, break down this fucking either, you know right. the what the, the thirty thousand foot level of like, oh right. no, look at this and look at this, and I'm like, oh okay. From, but but China still made the islands, yeah, and they're still doing it, and they don't give a fuck. And we're still out there, and we're still out there cruising through them, not giving a fuck. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like, so, so, what's gonna give? Is it not gonna give until like that whole fucking you know levy breaks? I don't know. I don't know. I hopefully I won't be around to find out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll stop getting played by them. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. Hey, Nave, I think y'all finesse this young man. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm surprised he showed up with a t-shirt on today. Okay, like. <laughs> Damn, I thought he was going to come in his coveralls and be like, oh, I'm sorry. This is all I got to wear anymore. Like, they've got me for everything. Uh, it's not, it's, it's, it's not all terrible, you know? No. Even in yeah. the worst jobs, and this is the experience I've had from having previous work experience, the worst jobs I've always had, I've, the ones that I've stuck it out is always because of the people that you work with. And that's especially true on this one. Yeah. Because sometimes that's the only good thing about your day at work is going into birthing and people acting like jackasses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yep. That's fun. So, so let's, let's take it down there a little bit, right? Like, why don't you, wh- what do you think has been the worst job outside of the Navy that you've done? And then how to like, so compare it to the Navy and, and kind of give those outside listeners or even the listeners that are on the inside here with us that are like weighing it or anything. Right. Cause a lot of people that come in, they're 18 yeah, they're doing their four years and they're 22 looking at getting out and and their experience is the same last three years as yours. And it's like, hey, this all fucking sucks. Right. It's like, I mean, that's cool. I, I Like I was telling, you know, so Lisa work. Look, you want to get out, get out. I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm not trying to like that retention. Cool. Mm. But if you want to get out, I'm going to help you get out. So I had a senior chief tell me that once. Yeah. Right. He's like his job there was to help you. Right. If it's help you get out, he'll help you get out. If it's help you stay in, he's going to help you stay in. Mm-hmm. So that's I've t- always kept that with me, right? Mm-hmm. The people that are going to stay in, they're going to want to stay in. and You don't have to work on them. Right. The ones that want to get out, why are you trying to, like, hold them back and keep them? That's so much energy on, on our part, right, on this chief side leadership part. Sure. Yeah. Why? Why not just be like, hey, um, okay, get out. What do you need? Yeah. And I'm tired of asking, hey, what's your plan? I how, I don't honestly. I don't care. Yeah, that's your plan. I yeah. I hope you do well, and, and you have my information. If you ever need contact me, and and you need someone to say a good word, do it. Yeah, 
But that your plan is yours. Right. If you want to run it by me and yeah. so I can punch some holes in it, yeah. cool, that's on you're you. You're their but, chief. You're not their dad. Right. Yeah. So it's just, I'm, and that's just me. And some people might be listening and be like, oh, you're a shitty chief. Cool. Hey, look, you know, slap me on the hand. Oh, well. All right, yeah. we're moving on. But no, it, it's more like, do you need TGPS? Do you need yeah. TGPS? Have you signed up? What do you need for that stuff, right? Right. Have you done your medical? Because I could tell you those things. Right. But whatever your plan is, I'm not going to like it because it's not my plan. And right. Well, they say uh, you know? like a mentor should hold you accountable to your goals, right? Yeah. They're not gonna, you're not going to hop on your mentor's back and get carried there. Right. They're to check in on you. Hey, have you done this yet? Hey, have you done this yet? Yeah. You should probably do that. And, yeah, and that, that's perfect because, it, okay, when I say I don't care, it's I don't care whatever it is. Right. But if you're going to say you're going to do it. Yeah. Well, have you fucking done it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then you haven't done it. Okay. Well, you know, if you don't do that, life is going to suck, right? Right. Okay. Well, that, it's your life, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What? What? You know, some some can, chiefs have this you mentality. You can only, like, lead a horse to water. You can't make a drink. That's yeah. Yeah. And some, but some chiefs have this uh, mentality that, no, you're still my sailor. Even in two years when you're out and you're doing your thing, and we'll, we'll get into that, you know, soon, mm. Um, you're still my sailor. And I look at that, I'm like, mm, nope, nope. If I'm cool with that person, that's my friend now. Right. I think some people do need that. Uh, you know, me and Doc have actually talked about this before. One of the cool things about the Navy is that it's literally someone's responsibility to make sure, to, like, make sure you keep your nose clean and make sure you're not, like, fucking your life up, right? There's yeah. always a chain of command that's invested in your well-being. Right, right. That's cool because on on the outside, if your life starts falling apart, a lot of times your people who you thought you were your friends, yeah. they abandon you. Yeah. And in the military, that's not an option. No. Yeah. And and I'm I'm Which okay cool. and I'm okay with that while you're here. Right. Right? And I'm okay with that afterwards if you reach out to me. Right. Right? But in that role, I'm no longer your chief. Yeah. If you're reaching out to me when, when you're a civilian, then I'm looking as like you're reaching out to me as a friend. Mm-hmm. A prior, you know, everyone hates this word. Sorry to say it. Shitmate. Right? <laughs> as brothers and sisters in arms. Yeah. And I will help. Mm-hmm. But it is no longer my responsibility to look after. I'm not like, I don't have to check up on you. Right. Hey, man. You know. Right. Can you I have- see your report card? Because yeah. you're first semester of college. Like, if I'm doing that, it's because you're my friend. Right. Which I think people don't Well, and also, then if, if people are getting out, then you probably have new sailors that are now your priority because they're actively in the service. Yes. So now your priorities have shifted. Right. Just as the person who got out, their priorities have shifted. Yeah. So it's like. So so let's talk about your plan there, Chris. Sure. I got a plan. <laughs> no. So, we, we again, we, this is stuff we you know loosely talked about. But so. Yeah. Uh, your time's coming up, right? January fourteenth, two thousand twenty-four. All right, so another another year, just what, yeah, yeah, another uh, year, year and some year, change. A year and a half, less I than guess. two years. Yeah, less than two we're years. On, we're on the downhill. The downhill sloping. Yeah, going fast. Yes, it's gonna go fast. I hope so. It is. We're, <laughs> we're gonna be turning and burning, <laughs> fucking out there doing you know doing yeah. God's work, you know, presence. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and showing China what it is. Yep, just sailing right through them, like you know, middle finger to them. Fuck you know, islands. fuck your uh, red flag and crescent <laughs> star shit, right? Fuck it. Now, if you're listening, <laughs> oh well, you know, I, the camera's not even on me. I forgot to push the button. Oh. Y'all just missed that cut. But so, you like being on the boat or like on boats? 
I think, yeah, I've, uh, it's the, the sailor life. So I grew up in around Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I grew up, no, I didn't grow up on an ocean, but yeah. I grew up on the great lakes. Okay. And I love that. I love going fishing. Um, I did it a lot more as a, as a younger person, uh, out here. I haven't really gotten into it. I've gotten other hobbies, but yeah, oh, I've always been around water. I've always been more of a lake boy at heart than ocean guy. Um, but when I was here the first year, probably I lived here, all I, I was at the ocean like all the time. You know, um, I've learned to love it since. So, yeah, I like being in the water. And, you know, like moving to a place like Seattle from the Midwest, it was like, oh, man, we have all the water here and I get mountains. It's like, yeah. You know, it's beautiful there. I love it. I've only been to Seattle once. Uh, it was for a travel for work. It was pretty dope. Yeah. It was in the summertime, like June, July, June, July. And it was yeah. beautiful. I don't know if it was really all in my cup, but sure. it was beautiful. Yeah. A lot of people bitch about the winter. I know how it's like gray and rainy and wet for like fucking eight months straight almost. It's like I grew up in hard Midwest winters. So I didn't give a shit. It was an upgrade to me. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't have to shovel rain. (laughs) My car was never frozen shut in the morning. So shovel rain. Yeah. I never had to do that. Although (laughs) I've had to do some stupid shit in the rain on the boat though. (laughs) Anyone that's maybe knows that. I don't know. Whose duty section is that? Who's running that place? Who's running that place? Um, yeah. Um, my plan though is, uh, I found, um, this Maritime Institute. At first, I was looking at the tugs. I was yeah. like, because there's a lot of tugs in the Port of Seattle, Port of Tacoma. There's a ton of Maritime up there. Uh, I think it's the second biggest behind. Is it San Francisco or L.A. that's the biggest? I think San Francisco is the biggest West Coast port. I have no idea. I think so. And I, I know Seattle is second, but I can't remember if it's second behind L.A. or San Francisco. I might be fucked up either way. Um. There's a ton of maritime stuff going on up there, right? I have a good friend of mine who um, became got into Seattle Fire recently, Fire Department. He's, we catch up pretty often, and he was telling me, you know, like that prior service gets bonuses there. But doing, like, firefighting stuff on the ship, I don't know if I'd want to do that full time, you know? That's, that's hard hard you have to really be committed to that stuff right yeah and people that aren't prior service that are just like my friend holden he grinded for like two or three years to be put in that opportunity just to become a firefighter yeah and that's it's not something he took lightly and i wouldn't want to take that as as much as i think i could do it and i think it would be awesome to like potentially go be a firefighter with one of my good friends that sounds awesome but I'm, my heart isn't in that to the point where I would want to take someone else's spot because there's not that many spots to go around, right? And it's very deep thinking of you. And some, thank you. And somebody out there is fucking grinding for that spot. Yeah. And I don't want to be just like, yeah, I just got out of the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think working on the port is cool. I don't mind getting up early. I like going down to the water. Um, yeah, there's, there's aspects about it that I really do like working with a crew. That's cool to me. Teamwork every day. That's cool to me. Um, so I was thinking about tugs, me and BMC talked a a little bit very lightly. I know he's got his, uh, forget what license he has, 
He's got a. I think he's got a civilian license already to work on boats civilian. on board. Yeah. Okay. I think so. We also my the first chief when we were in the building, QMC uh, Rivera, mm-hmm. who was almost going to go underway with us. Yeah. He was my first admin chief when we were in the building, and then he got pulled to another crew. He also had talked about like kind of planted a seed in my head because he's going to do. I'm pretty sure he's already qualified to be like a tugboat captain, and he's still in the navy. Like he's squared away for when he gets out. Damn. Yeah, that's dope. Um, so that kind of planted the seed in my head. Like, oh yeah, and those guys make good money. They're all unionized. Same benefits that the military has: pension, you yeah. know, healthcare. And um, but I ended up finding this school. It's a it's a maritime institute. It's called MyTags for short. There's a campus in Seattle and there's a campus in Baltimore. And um, it's a two year apprenticeship, and it puts you straight onto the bridge onto the Washington State ferries, and they accept payment from the GI Bill. So that's money. My, that's my plan A. Straight up two years. It's not. It's an apprenticeship, so they just throw you onto the bridge, and you're working the ferry routes. Uh, there is some classroom, obviously. Yeah. In the description, I think it said there's like 24 weeks of classroom, so that's like six months of classroom stuff, yeah. and then the other year and a half, you're straight up like an OJT. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's working awesome. Working the ferry routes. That's you're awesome. On, you're on the boat doing the routes. So what what does it say, like, when you wrap up that two-year program? Yeah. What position – or rank it's you, a, like you yeah, are it says you earn um uh it's not able body seaman because i think able body is like a deck guy basically yeah. for civilian i think it's mate unlimited and i don't know exactly what that means i have to look more into it but i'm pretty sure that's a, a mate i think is like as your officer side yes because exactly. again like we talked yeah. about like so I, I, my first technical ship was a usns uh-huh. and there were I mean, you have your essentially you're enlisted, right? And you're like your your seaman, right? And tech, you know, and, and then, then you have your officer, because there's a gen pop messing, and right. then there's your officer messing, right? And there's the the master of the ship, and then yep. like your first mate, second mate, yeah, still your chief engineer, yeah, and then and it, it, over there, even over there, it's like I'm broken assuming down, a, like, like a mate unlimited is like an ensign, probably. That's and, and then maybe not. I, I mean, the unlimited. I, I my stupid simple means. ass mind says like. I would think of like the swell, right? Where it's like you're not uh, pigeonholed yet into sure. yeah a, a, an area. So like if, if you're right, so yeah. maybe if you're unlimited, it's like you can learn about the engineering stuff, and if if that's where you kind of gravitate to, and you want to do more engineering stuff, go sure. do that. I recommend. I recommend don't do that <laughs> in the navy either. Sorry, hey, I'm just messing with the engineers. You know, just get my galley working. All right, please. Dale, uh, come over. I, I need to check my uh, dragon. Um, it's all jokes, people. It's all jokes. But or you know the other way, which I think you want to just stay on the bridge. Yeah, yeah. The bridge, being on the bridge on a ferry sounds cool. Just like I love the Puget Sound. It's it's beautiful, and I've ridden the ferries. You know, living there, I've ridden the ferries with my friends. We go on motorcycle rides, take our bikes on the ferries, go out to the islands, ride the islands. It's fucking cool. It's beautiful. I'd love to go down there every day and do that. You know, I have a good friend of mine. His name's Ricky. Um, shout out Ricky. Shout out Ricky. He's, uh, I'm pretty sure he just became a deckhand on uh, the, the state ferries. So he's grinding his way up the ladder. So, 
So did, did, does it say anything of like, or did you read up or, or learn anything? Is like, are you only on one ferry for the day? Are you on, like, could your could you switch up like what ferry you're on, or like you'd be on? Hey, this is my ferry, and I go from there to there. From what I hear about that stuff, it's all seniority. I'm sure well, okay, when you're yeah. a new new guy, you yeah. probably get the shit that nobody wants, right? Yeah, you probably get the the, the shit the, shift, the lame route. Yeah, you know. Um. Uh, the ferries don't run all night. Uh, most of them only run, I think, until 10 or 11 at night. Yeah, I know. So, you've been stuck? <laughs> you got stranded? <coughs> no, so so my story when I was up there in Seattle was, yeah. uh, in my previous command, there's a bunch of chiefs up there working. There's two teams. Uh-huh. Uh, I was working in Everett okay. on a destroyer with okay. just two other people, two other chiefs, uh-huh. and then there's a whole other team that was working in Bremerton on the carrier. Sure. So they took the ferry over on the weekend, yeah, and then we were partying all day Saturday. Uh-huh. Well, they had to be out. It was like a midnight. The last one was like midnight. Yeah. So they're like, "Yo, we got to wrap up." So we're like, "All right, let's wrap up from the place that we're at. Let's go back." I'm like, "Yeah, it's fucking midnight. All right, you know, like I'm about to jump in my fucking uh in my rental mm-hmm. and and roll back." And they're like, "Yeah, uh, they're about to jump on the fucking um on the ferry." So all right, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm parked over here at the Target. And, like, there's some Target downtown. Fuck that place. Right? And, uh... Downtown Everett? Down, downtown uh, Seattle. So, oh, we're yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. we So, you know, Everett is, like, fucking... 20, like, 20, 30 minutes? No, like an hour, bro. That, I From swear Seattle? to God, yes. No, it ain't that bad. Or, no, no it felt like... Uh, 45. Let's call it 45. All right. Okay. And, um... I'm like, all right, man. I'll see y'all later. Yeah. I'm the only one down there with them that right. needed to drive back. I don't know what the other two. Dale, what were you doing, Dale? Then my boy Dale that's in the chat was there with me, right? I go, I pull up to Target in Seattle. Yeah. Well, it was like an underground underground yep. shopping. I know exactly like, the one. Yeah. Right. It's closed. Perfect. Yep. So I'm there, like, hold on. Like these motherfuckers, these like other five, six people just jumped on the ferry. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where the fucking ferry's at, but I'm not catching it. <laughs> well, you were close to it if you're down at the right. I'm, I'm close, but I'm not catching it. The main terminal is downtown. <laughs> yeah, like by the, <laughs> the the wheel, right somewhere down there. Yeah, a few piers over. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not catching that. And then I'm like, what the fuck am I about to do? I was like, it's Drive all the way it's now. midnight. No, I can't get to the car. It's locked up. <laughs> oh yeah, it's locked up in the garage. I'm like, I'm like, who the fuck locks a garage? Like, are we fucking serious? <laughs> Are we fucking serious? Like, I was losing. I was, like, almost in a panic. We're, like, like this? Like, and downtown Seattle is not the cleanest, most. Like, there's, it's, like, depends. It can get weird. It, yes. Yeah, for sure. And right there, we're, like, that's the edge of weird. Yeah. We just left weird. There's a McDonald's down there that they call, I think, like, Crack Donald's or McStabby's or something oh, like that. Shit. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's pretty yeah. sketchy. So, I'm, like, I'm hitting them up. They're, like, yeah, we're on the ferry, bro. Yeah. And I'm, like, what the fuck? Fuck. Fucking mosquito. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry, sidetracked. And uh, so I called up. There's a civilian that was there with us. Uh-huh. I call him up. I'm like, yo, Mike, he he has some homies that live there. I was uh-huh. like, hey, bro, I'm in the jam. Civilian guy, ex-Marine, yeah. did his like four years. He's civilian contractor, sure. you know, fucking up there helping helping out. Yeah. I was like, bro, I'm in the jam, man. Um, Apparently, they closed the garage at midnight or something, or like 10. Uh-huh. I ain't got no fucking way to get back up to fucking Everett. He's like, ah, oh, bro. He's like, just come right over here. I'll, I'll, I'll scoop you up right now. He's like, I'm just about to hit my Uber. Oh, no, he was with me. He was with me. We, we walked over there. He's like, damn, bro, that sucks. Like, <laughs> like, he's like, but he's like, hey, don't worry about it. 
Yeah, he was with me. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm capping on the story. But he like, just come chill with us. I was like, nah, man. Like, you're about to go with your boy and his wife in the small, like, little apartment. He's like, it ain't nothing, man. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. I was like, nah, like, you for, like, are you like, call them be for sure because I, I'll figure something out. I'll stay up all night and just walk the streets. I'll fucking, I don't know. Yeah. I'm a sailor. Yeah. I can figure it out. Yeah. I got a travel card with me. Sure. <laughs> figure something out. Right. He's like, no, it's good. So I just went and, like, slept on the couch for, like, the night. I mean, it was, like, for, like, four hours because they said it, like, opened at five or some shit. Mm-hmm. So I fucking just, like, you know, half-ass slept and then fucking, you know, up early so no one sees me and fucking rolled out and got in the car and paid the $20 oh. or whatever. The shit sucked. <laughs> you know, but that's my Seattle story. <laughs> you know, but, see, like I said, Seattle's nice. Um. I think it's real cool that that you have that plan, right? And that it's, I hate, I hate, I don't know, that's a strong word. It's a lame plan to be like, it's not a plan. It's not a plan at all. It's bullshit talk. I'm going to get out. I'm going to go to school. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm going to get out. I'm going to go to school, and that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to collect the BH because if I go to school in this city, it's this much. And it's like. Right. Yeah, but what are you going to school for? Right. Like, I don't know. I'm going to start taking psychology classes. Shout out to my wife because she's like, psychology degrees aren't real. <laughs> Sorry, people. I'm not educated. I don't know nothing. Yeah. But, um, like, you got a real plan. And, and I admire you for that. Yeah, I respect that because it's a real, like, no shit. I, it's not like I'm just, I'm going to go to school and I'm just going to get educated. And, and do what with the degree? Like, yeah, do I what? Give, I don't give a shit about that. I don't care about having a degree. That doesn't mean shit to me. Yeah. I know plenty of people that are doing just fine without them. I don't care about that. Um, yeah, I like working. I like I like I like having work that I can be proud about. You know, that's way cooler to me is going to work, feeling like you accomplished something, something that's rewarding, and then going home, and being like, yeah, I did some shit today. Yeah, I drove a ferry through the Puget and I got these commuters to work downtown. That's what I was doing today. I was getting, yeah. getting people to work. That sounds pretty cool, you know? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it bothers me when I think that's why I've had so many jobs maybe is, like, get bored of them or just feel like you're wasting your time, you know? I I, um, I look forward to the day when I have a job where I'm like, I can do this until I retire. Do you, you know? think that that do you think that do you think that's the call in there like on the ferry? Do you think that's it, or do you? Because I mean, sometimes I'm go like for it, and so, find out. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, and this isn't a bad thing. It's just so like some people are just those people that chase, and not in a bad way, but like right. it, like like in a good way, right? Like you you're ch- you chase the experience, right? Right? It's not it's not so like you know you want that job that you can get the pension and retire from, but you yeah. could, you could get that here, sure. You know what I mean? But that's yeah. not that's not all it's of it. Not, it's not all of it. Yeah. And I, I don't think the work-life balance is worth That's a huge thing I don't think is worth it in yeah. the Navy. It's tough. It is. It is, especially when you're on a hole. Um, and I don't know if I could do 20 years of that. Yeah, and, you know, personally, man, it's... And I don't want to be the guy The that, LCS program, like, is not... It's not a good experience for, for first-time sailors. It's absolutely. not a good experience. I think you could get a lot out of it, right? Sure. Like, I, I, I tell... Ellis at work like he could leave their first class easily up for chief and fucking put on mm. like quickly afterwards mm-hmm. but 
you know, like like a lot of people, like the work life balance, like, all right, well, is everything at home okay? Is that is that being held together, or is it not being held together? Right. How much, and you know, we've had that conversation on this podcast before. Like, you know, how much is the Navy to blame for that? How much is that work life? How much are you to blame for not being able to keep the work life balance and contribute to it? Or how much is the Navy to blame for just pulling your ass away all the time yeah. to do it? And when you're on this on hole, off hole, on hole, off hole, you know, rotating deployment schedule, it, it makes it even harder instead of just, and, and then throwing the four section duty. Makes it even harder than if you're on a destroyer, six section duty, twelve month workup, six month deployment, come back in the yards for six to nine months. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's and it always seems like too like well and the questions are easy. I guess the answers aren't so easy. It's like why are there two crews? Why why are we operating with two undermanned crews? Yeah. It's fucking dumb. Why don't we combine? Oh, well, you can't do that. Why? Isn't this a military? Are, like, don't we fucking do shit when it needs to get done? You know? Why is that not the vibe? Why is it so fucking bureaucratic? I thought it was the military. Like, I thought there was a mission, and I thought we get shit done. Yeah. And we kick ass, and then we go home because we did shit. Because we did hard work. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like that, you know? It seems like, oh, we can't do that because of this. Oh, well. It doesn't work because, you know, billets. Oh, because money. Oh, because this. I'm like, man, these are, I don't give a shit about these excuses. I just, like, I want to see results, you know? Oh, hey, man, come to the goat locker. <laughs> that's how, that's hey, how. this shit, mate, belongs in the goat locker. <laughs> like, you know what I mean, though? Like, no, I, I, why are I we do. Operating this I way? do. Why, and, and when you, man, when you see something like, fuck, we could just combine crews and then we could be one overmanned crew and we wouldn't be killing ourselves for what mission? Presence. That's how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. Presence. I'm just going to keep saying, I'm just, yeah, I don't no. know what else to say, Sarah. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say either. You know? But, I mean, it's one of those, like, understanding a little bit of how it works, but but not being that smart and not that high up to understand and all of it. that's the thing, too, is, like, a no. lot of my frustration is probably because I don't know how it works. And there probably is good reasons. But at the end of the day, when you have a whole crew of people and they're grinding and working for a lot of hours and pretty soon maybe two duty days a week, 40 uh, over a full-time civilian work week in two days. Yeah. It's like... Is this really the best we can do? Is there really no answers to this solution? I don't know. You know, uh, we, we were just talking about it right before I got home. I, I was working late. I just got home at like 1800. Mm. And it's like, um, so someone said something real smart who, who's much more educated than me. I don't know. He read it from a book. That's what the educated people do, not me. <laughs> but uh, it was like, uh, we find the, uh, what was it? The, um, fuck man what do you say something through suffering or purpose like we find the purpose through suffering or something like that i don't know fuck i forget but it it was speaking it was speaking to like right now like we're gonna find this like through the suffering is what we're gonna find right we're gonna find like the camaraderie we're gonna find our 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 purpose whether it's in here or not i feel like we don't think so i feel like we had camaraderie like we do We've we do. always had it. We have a yeah. tight, we have a tight crew. Yes, and what what I'm saying is, and th- this is the part where it's like, I, 
the deployment, whatever it is, it's it's a deployment. You're gonna be away, so it's yeah. a deployment. Yeah, it's different. Uh huh. But you guys, you first term sailors that are all here, yeah, are about to realize like more of what the old guys are talking about. Sure. Yes, we have that camaraderie, or, or uh, in another book I read, esprit de corps, which is different than morale, okay. right? Uh, esprit de corps meaning like that we come togetherness to okay. achieve anything. Sure. We have that. Mm. We have that in fucking spades, mm. right? I believe that in all of you, right? Just in the way you guys meet every little mission, right? Mm-hmm. And as as you just say, right, like it's like, why can't we just do this? Yeah. All, and that this is just work. Why can't we just do this work? Yeah. And cut out all the bullshit. Yeah. And I think what well, some of the, some of the younger cats, right? Did, like mm-hmm. actually that's all we really want you to do. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of like your lane right now. Right. Is this work? For sure. And if we can cut out all of the thinking about hey, um Let's not think about all the shitty things that we have no control over, the billets, the this, the this, the right. this. But we focus on, hey, we're going to come in here and do this work. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the results that you're looking for. Sure. And you're still going to get out. And that's fine. Yeah. But through the through now, the four weeks that we might have to, you know, really fucking put our nose through that fucking grinder, right? Yeah. Going into deployment where it's going to be the same thing. Yeah. Right? You're going to, hopefully, we only get tighter and tighter and tighter. Mm -hmm. Where it doesn't matter what outside influence or what bullshit this or bullshit that. Yeah. We know from me to you, because it works that way too. Mm -hmm. And from you to hopefully us. Mm -hmm. And be like, hey, when when I say, hey, we got to do this or we got to do that. Or it's a drill that we got to do now or this or that. Like, I know that. You're dependable mm. that you can do it. Yeah, I'll be pissed, right? but I'll do it. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> that's perfectly acceptable, yeah. right? That's perfectly acceptable yeah. to be pissed. Yeah, I would. I've. I've. I've been the same class, pissed. Yeah, kicking and screaming all the way there, yeah. kicking and screaming as I'm fucking doing the hose. You know, yeah. like all the way. Yeah. So it that never that never is going to change yeah. throughout history we were, of sailors. We were doing the. Uh, ACFF drill the other day. Yeah. I had to be hot suit, man. Yeah. Look good out there. I was watching from the ACO tower. You don't have to lie to me. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I did not look good. because I did not, <laughs> not want to be there. And everybody out there uh, was like, hey, let's see some motivation. And in my head, I'm like, I have no fucking motivation for you. I don't want to do this. Yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah. But I don't want to be. So don't tell me to be fucking motivated. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be motivated because I don't want to fucking do it. Yeah. But I'm doing it. All right. I'm fucking doing it. So shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I'm here, right? Uh, yeah, I'm fucking doing it. Yeah. Um, and I will do it. And that's, man, that's the thing, too, about some of these drills. I guess this is kind of a tangent. But sometimes when we do these drills, it's like I'm doing in them, and I'm like, this will provide some sort of experience and some sort of repetition in the case of real emergency. But this is not how an emergency is going to go down. It's going to be the real ones that fucking jump face first into it and say, no, I fucking got this. You know, like, like when we had, um, when we were underway and we had the flooding. Yeah. It's like people put on their boots and they put on their coveralls and they said, where is it? What do you need me to do? And other people stay in their racks and pretend to sleep. 
So it's like, which person are you? And I don't need, I don't know. I know that training is good, right? Yeah. But sometimes I feel like we're not training to reality. Yeah. We're not going to go out there and organize host teams if a fucking helicopter crashes on our flight deck. And I'm not going to go out there and fucking high step. No, I'm going to go get the screaming pilot that's burning alive out of the fucking helo. (laughs) I'm not going to high step to him. I'm not going to. I'm going to fucking run to him and I'm going to pull him out. Well, I'm glad. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because as HCL... (laughs) I don't want shit to happen on that fucking flight deck where I'm just either. where because but if it does happen. Right. But where I, where I like to think I'd be a person of that action. Yeah. Right. Like I'm up there and I'm supposed well, to be like, Oh to shit. Me that's the only option. Cause I'm not going to be the guy who's sleeping as a rack. Right. That's not me. I don't want to live with that. Right. You know? And, but I mean, that's also why like, that's why you're a good yeoman. <laughs> right. That's cause, I, that's cause I love my chief in my first class and I don't want to let him down. Sure. Yeah. If I didn't like them, holy shit, I'd be a bad shit. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a shit. But I mean, like, this is uh, my, my boy Chad. Hey, Vandy too. Sorry, Vandy. Well, I hope the <laughs> baby's up, good. Hope the, hey, shout out uh, Vandy's baby. Shout out Vandy's baby. Uh, we got a couple of people here in the chat, right? Um, my boy Dale. He says Navy has uh, to do something about op tempo. It's too strenuous and has been for a lot of years now. That's that's for sure. And one hundred percent agree with the little homie. <laughs> that's you. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, we don't train to real life. No, we don't, right? And this is something me and another chief on board have talked about. We had a podcast on it too about training, right? Sure. And um, it, it's like, are we training to like the check sheet, right? That's supposed yeah. to be made up in real life, or yeah. we are we just training to like actual real life? But if it, we're training to actual real life, like how do you know anything's going to happen or how it's going to happen? You so you're supposed to build this muscle memory. Yeah. Right. Of like, no, if I just keep doing this, I keep doing this, I keep doing it. Eventually, like the basics, you'll get down fast. Right. Autopilot. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's a lot of what we try to do. Right. But we do it not so in a good way. Right. Um, You know, how how many times do you need to do it? Right. And and, and I'm sure somewhere fucking high up. Someone's like, you know, oh, no, you need to do it every two weeks because, you know, history and studies have shown that. Every two weeks is what you fucking need. Every well, are, two weeks after already like an eight hour work day? Because that's not efficient. Right. Yeah. Or or every two weeks after you're, you've already certified and you've shown them this many times. Like, why, wasn't it, why couldn't we do it once a month? Hey, you, Navy, person, air boss, someone. Why can't we not do aircraft firefighting every once a month to stay certified? Question. And do it maybe at a... Question. Well, I get that training on our ship is good because that's our ship. We need to train on the ship that we will for be sure. on, right? For sure. But I feel like there could be a better training. Like, even at least that, like the schoolhouse on dry side, at least that has a fake helicopter that's on fire. At least it has hot fire. Yeah, at least it has fire. Propane. Right. You're not out but there. It's, hot it's stuff. not all completely imaginary. Right. You could put a dummy in that motherfucker and set him on fire and say, go get him. But we don't even do that because, no. yeah. For whatever reason, not yeah. it's it's uh, too unsafe. Right. So if it's too unsafe, why are we doing it? Right. 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 And that's something that's like Tell them to crash into the ocean. I guess <laughs> it's too unsafe. They do that. They're fucking gone. There's nothing. <laughs> well, we're right. He, gone if they Hilo crashed. off the fucking uh, was it Lincoln <laughs> last summer or whatever? Right. Fucking mm. gone. Yeah. Lost shipmates on it. That's crazy. And like, I mean, yeah, we were just laughing, but like, like when the shit happens, it's for real. Yeah. So if it's on the flight deck, you might be able to rescue them. But if it's off in the fucking ocean. You're damn near shit out of luck. If if yeah. they're un, not, if they're unable to get unstrapped, they're gone. Yeah. Well, on the flip side, if 
they actually crash into our flight deck, we might be done. I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully not. <laughs> That's a hopefully s- not strong roll of the dice. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, the thing is, I, so so uh, going to HCO school and uh, and just being a fucking Navy nerd, anyways. Sure. Like, um, at least we're not on destroyer. At least we're yes. not. If you read some of like the safety mishap reports and stuff of, mm. of helos crashing on destroyers, yeah, because like there's only this much fucking space of you know ship between here and the water, like water here, flight deck here. Oh sure. And, and you read about how you know they came in too low, and it's immediate like too low on our ship. Yeah, you're gonna hit the water, but you might be able to like I don't know do something right. Hey, my, hey Anthony, if you're in the chat, come on man, I need a helo pilot to back me up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on a destroyer. Where it's like you have nothing there, like just walk by one of the ones down there on Pier Three where we're at, right? Sure. And just try to look at the flight deck and be like, their flight deck compared I was to ours. See them not too long ago. Yeah. So just yeah. think about like our flight decks, like high up. Yeah. It's a nice big one spot flight deck. Like it's it's. I would think you know, if you're a pilot, I would think yeah, I wouldn't mind landing on that. It's like the broadside of a barn. Yeah. Whereas a destroyer that's sloped. That's lower, mm. smaller. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sure. hopefully we'll see. But I mean, but back to your it's point not of like the area that concerns me, yeah. it's the integrity of the flight deck. We're strong. Sure. Super. No, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yep. Solid. Gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Set it up. Yeah. But um let me finish this. Yep. So so Going back to what I was saying, though, right? You were talking about, like, you just want to get results and you just want to work, and we are talking, we are going down that road. Yeah. You know, like, you're going to see, I hope you see, you know, I think it's the same if, I always look at us, right, because I do take my job somewhat seriously as a chief, pretty seriously, I think, of giving you guys the best example of, like, not just best example, but best time on board of having fun, right? getting some work done, yeah. learning some hard lessons, you know, high morale, a spirit decor, like all, like the whole everything. Sure. And I think deployment, like you'll start to see more of that because that's where it's like, that's where you're really made. Mm. It's not going to be in the building. Yeah. It's not this shit we're doing right now. Right now is like a taste. Sure. Right. Wet your beak a little bit. Well, deployment is when it's all going to come, uh, when it's all going to start coming together. Sure. And, and again, it's not going to convince you to say, but I think it'll add, it'll add, you know, you said you have some fond memories of like, a school. Yeah. And then you'll have some now too. Yeah. And then on deployment, you're going to be like, oh. Right. I mean, is, that's where everybody's good this, sea stories this, are. Yeah. 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 This, this is, this is being yeah. a sailor. Right. right. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. You got anything else, man? I, I don't, we're at just over an hour. I could, it's, again, I, like I said before we started, it's your show. So, you know, if you had a question for me, I know you said you might come up with a, I don't know. How much longer do you have in? I got um, two thousand twenty six January two thousand twenty six. Like four years. Yeah, so it's uh, fifteen months after I transfer from here. What's your plan? My plan? Chilling. I plan on being a stay at home dad. Stay at home dad. Letting my wife support me. <laughs> That's what's up. While I yeah. supplement uh, her income with my measly little twenty two year pension. Pension. That's what's up. And um, packing her lunch and yep. packing the kids lunch and taking them to school, man. That sounds good. Like um, I'd say. You've- you yeah. have earned it after twenty two, chilling. You know, for a it's, long while. you know, it's it's a it's a long road to get there. You know, um, 
I'm fortunate that my wife is a professional and, and has a great career. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, if we say in California, I'll probably end up working something, right? Because California is fucking stupid expensive. I feel like when you work as much as a, like, put in the hours that a chief does, you, I think you, I, I think you say that, but I think you're going to get bored. Oh, you were bored of being at home. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, like, I don't know. I could be a pretty lazy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I can. Like, but, like, obviously, like, this is a huge dream of mine that I want to continue to try to grow. Right? And I feel like if if I didn't have work, I could sit in here every day and put something out maybe. Sure. Or, or or every night be like, hey, who who wants to come over next? And and I want more sailors like you. More junior sailors to tell their story. More, more midterm sailors to come in and share, and and, and you know because and another thing why I had you on right is you asked one time we were talking about it and stuff and you're like, hey chief, but don't you think your podcast would like do better or grow more if it wasn't so navy centric? And I was like, yeah, for sure, probably like no doubt, mm-hmm. right? Because the audience is only like I got some civilian listeners and stuff, but. It is very Navy centric, but if I'm not in the Navy anymore and I'm doing something else, then I'd like to talk to them too. Right. You know, so it's just kind of like, um, I have this fantasy kind of like w- what you lived in your early twenties of like just chasing the job. Like what if I just chase these jobs mm. and I did these like, just like these crazy wild jobs for like six months at a time. And whoever I met there, I was like, Hey, well I have a podcast. You want to come be on it? Mm. Right. Because that'd be a trip. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, it's called Bravo's Zulu. Because it means like well done, right? Right. So what if I just start doing all like uh, what's that fucking who's um the worker dude on Discovery Channel that does all the uh, the shows where he goes and works all the different jobs? Um, Mike Rowe. Yeah, Mike jobs. Rowe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's shit, nobody wants to do. Right. Yeah. So what if dumbass me when did the same thing and just reinvented <laughs> it, but at the poor man's level? <laughs> right. I love that. You know what I mean? Navy yeah, veteran yeah, yeah, does yeah, shitty yeah. jobs and posts them on YouTube. Yeah. And then goes and has podcasts with people about like, hey, man, I just worked with you for the last six months. It was pretty shitty, wasn't it? Or whatever it was. You know what I mean? Sure. And, and do that. But That's a cool idea. I say this all the time. Sorry. Uh, my boy Dale says he's got five months left. Dale, put it in the chat. Right? Write out a long thing right here. What's your plan, Dale? Are you going to be over at Swarmac working on shit? Because, again, I could use you. Come check out my galley, please. Dale also says uh, that's a problem. Uh, that's the other problem. In the last 10 years, the sailors that are good and have great potential, they end up getting out. It's true. Right? That's very true. I think true. the Navy has to offer more, honestly. Like, yeah? Make make me want to stay. And what do you think the Navy could do for that? Like right now, you're, you're dead set it on getting out. It fix its manning problem Yeah. first, which I don't – that's not an easy answer, right? Because no. I don't think they're recruiting as much anymore. I don't know. They just put – well, well, yeah, because they just put – 25 grand on the fucking table for people. Yeah. I think they're having a hard time since COVID happened. Yeah. They're behind. Cause I think there are recruiting offices during the pandemic were closed for like three or four months. Wow. So it was like three or four months of just Missed numbers. Nobody coming in. That's like, they say what? 50,000 a month or something. I'm sure. Yeah. So for 50,000 a year, it was 50,000 a year. Yeah. That's shitty. But so, so, but what, because that's an overall big issue, right? What could the Navy do for you right now? It's got to pay more. It's got to pay more because it's way too easy for people like in IT to come in for four years yeah. and go, yeah, well, I'm getting the fuck out of here because I'm going to go make three times as much as yeah. the first company that hires me. I think that some of that's fantasy. 
I don't know. Yo, like, like, I'm not saying it's not achievable, right? There, there. I, I, I know people if, that do it, but I, I it, it all depends. It all depends on do you have a degree? What's that specific tech degree in? Right? Yeah. And then, it, did you just do four years and that's it? Or was it, but then, man, I don't know. Because, again, previous command, we worked with a lot of people that were working with a specific company. And they're, like, working on these other ships. They got this other program. And they're, like, oh, yeah, I was an IT, too. I did my, you know, four, six years. And, I, and but you know what? And they, they, they didn't make that much money. Sure. They made decent money. Sure. But they're they're still, like, it was, like, oh, I could tell you were IT, too. <laughs> I, like, you know what I mean? Like. Sure. I could tell you were shitty. Yeah. Because you, you're you still shitty. Yeah. Like, you can't even do the civilian job, mm. but they just need you to come here for whatever reason, so they hired you. Yeah. Whereas, like, a, a, another really good friend of mine, retired ITCS. Yeah. Right? Motherfucker's making money. Yeah. And he got his pension. He, he's balling. He's doing very well for himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, again, he had to sacrifice that 2022. You know what I mean? It, it, it's... You know, I think there's levels like he's that person that has his degrees, has his certs, all of that, has the time and credentials that walks out and is like, yeah, I'll take that uh, 120, 130. The, the IT2 walking out four six, they're like, yeah, I'll take that 60, 70, 80, maybe. So let me ask you this. What benefit, say you just graduated high school, you don't want to go to college. What benefit is there to join the Navy as an ET or an EM yeah. over just joining an electrical union? What benefit is there? Um, I don't know, man. Because I think it, I think there's two. That's two different jobs, right? Like you're talking about electrical, like sure, trade like, electrician. Like, I'd imagine like. I know I would think that, like, oh, I want to be an electrician. Oh, maybe I should be an electrician. Maybe what do they do? Oh, it's like an ET, or oh, it's like an EM. EM, yeah. Yeah, so. ET, yeah, I guess so too, right? Depend like, more. Uh, more comms-centric. Yeah. It, 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 like, I think there's different bath, paths sure. for the ETs, but yeah, I get what you're saying, like, yeah. What benefit is there? The Navy has, I feel like the Navy has to up its offering. Because to me, if somebody came up to me, like my little brother, when he grows up, if he comes to me, he's like, I'm thinking about joining the Navy. I'm like, really? What rate do you want? LS. And, and I would tell him, just join a trade union because you're going to make more money. Yeah. You're going to get health care. You're going to get retirement. You're going to get free school. I, I think the biggest thing. And in five years, yeah. you can test into journeyman. So it's like. You're you you're not do, wrong. Do you want to do four years in the Navy, or yeah. do you want to do four years as an apprentice and then apply and then test to be journeyman? And now you're making, I'm gonna buy house money. Yeah, I think uh, so. You know, so Dale's in here, right? Dale says uh, we're, we're gonna say. So he says, uh, "No, nah, I'm gonna work here uh, for. I'm gonna work here in SD, probably for some Navy entity, just for the pay, because it, it pays. You retire chief, and it, it pays the bills, right? Right." And he said he wants to move to Florida uh, with his brother, who's also retired from the Air Force, and then they want to go in the entrepreneur, start a business or something. And then to what you were just saying, you know, uh, why join the Navy? College money, the VA loan, the experience in the field. Uh, and he said he agrees we don't get the paid enough. The experience. Right. But, again, like that experience. But then you have, so, Go ahead, go ahead. 
So, yeah, I'm going to go hit ports. I thought I was going to get the experience. Yeah. I'm not getting the experience. I'm getting the experience in San Diego, and I'm grateful for that because San Diego is awesome, and I'm happy to be here. But I'm not hitting ports like I thought I would be. Yeah. If I was an electrician, I could take my ass on vacation whenever I wanted. <laughs> Get away for that pump period. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I'll I'll say this about, all right, obviously the pay is not enough, yeah. right? I, I think every week. Especially we, when you live in a place like this. Yes. Yeah. I think San Diego has, Hawaii has COLA, cost of living allowance. Sure. Right? I had that when I was second class station there. It was like an extra 500 I was balling. Sure. Okay. Um, here, I think we've reached the area where. We could start getting some fucking cost. Hey, you, Navy, cost of living allowance, San Diego. Let's fucking go. All right. We're there. Okay. Yeah. Or, or across the board, you need a solid, like, I don't know, at least 10% raise of base pay. And probably, you know, with the market right now. I, I haven't done the math in a while, but I think like a McDonald's worker, not that there's anything wrong with fast food workers. We need people doing need it, them. every job, right? Yep. But like a minimum wage worker in a major, it's mostly fifteen dollars in every like major, major city. Yep, that's more than you make in the military. Yeah, if you coming t- in, if you started. took away our BAH, people are out here working on billion dollar warships. So it's like, yeah, I think it just goes back to like um, service. Yeah, is honorable. Sure, and that's. Whether people realize it or not, one, it, it, a lot of those, the school benefits, right? People are like, if I go for four years, I get the benefit for they'll pay for a four-year college, right? And, and that's the primary reason I think kids nowadays do do it, right? Kids meaning 18-year-old adults. Yeah. 18 to 25, whatever. Sure. The other thing is like, um, it's the, it's the, ah, oh, what was I going to say? Fuck. As part, let's go to the experience thing because that's on my mind. Uh-huh. There's different experiences you get from this. Yeah. There's a lot of hands you can be dealt. Depending on, like, you could get actual work experience, mm-hmm. depending on what you're doing. Obviously, you're not getting sonar experience. So if you left here to go get some, I don't know what fucking sonar job is out there in the civilian world. I don't know. I think you could work for, like, fishing companies. I think bigger cargo vessels use sonar for yeah. some reason. But they'd know. be like, hey, what, so what kind of, what kind of did, you know, sonar did you? You'd be like, uh, plan of the day. And they'd be like, that's not sonar. And you'd be like, oh, I know. Yeah. So not that experience. Right. Uh, the life experience, yeah, you're getting that. Mm-hmm. Leadership experience, you're getting that. Le- like personal self-experience and like the self-development and growth is sure. the experience you're getting. But again, everyone's going to, y- you coming in at 25, 26, you already had a lot of that. Yeah. How much more have you gotten? I don't know. I not much. I never, you know. It, and that's the benefit of probably being like if this is your first job, it probably makes you mature pretty f- well, I don't know because <laughs> there's a lot of people that have been in for a long time that are fucking childish too. Yeah. So I don't know. It probably just depends on the type of person you are. Right. It, it, everything is dependent on the type of person you are, right? Yeah. It it's just how you're going to respond to situations and everything like that. But it's like there's you you can always get something out of it and like i always tell people like you got to find it yeah right i can't tell you hey hey you know what um this is what you should be getting out of it all right this is this is it fine that that's it no it's up to you how you're going to respond to it and get what you can get out of it yeah. but but there's I didn't something need the there navy to tell me to show up in the right uniform and on time and on that you know I right to learn something new you know 
and you learn two down. two new things. Look That's at right. that. Look Musker, at that. <laughs> POW. Everything. No. What? So you learned sonar. You yeah. learned it. I lost Never it applied. Already. Yeah. Yeah. You think if you went to a destroyer or something and you're like, yeah, I'm here. I'm a SCG two. I'm checking them. I'm here doing sonar stuff. There'd be an E three that knew more than me. Yeah. That's another reason why I don't want to re-enlist because I don't want to be in that situation. Do you feel this? this as, at, 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 at the end of my C tour here, well, my C tour ain't over because I yeah. spent two something years in a building. So I'm not eligible for shore duty. That might make me re-enlist if they were like, yeah, go work in Point Loma for the next four years. I might be like, mm, okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to be eligible for that. So the Navy told me to go here and then fucked up my rotation. So it's like, yeah. So no, I don't want to go to another ship after just getting off a ship when I should have earned my time on on land. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, you you everyone wants that shore duty, well, like because yeah, being on ships hard. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. You guys are doing good though. You guys are doing good, man. Stay up. Yeah, we'll be all right. <laughs> Sadman, Sadman, <laughs> uh, Dale here. Uh, way more than ten percent increase. We need at least six to ten k base pay increase across all pay grades. Damn, I take that, Dale. I ain't gonna fucking say no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, yeah. Everything, all that's got to come up. Uh, yeah, Dale, you're talking about the experience in the job field. Yeah, that, that that's something that could happen. But again, it's like how much. It, it's weird, right? Because like, how much of that. I don't know. It's how much of like, let's just take the electrician, right? Mm -hmm. How much of being an electrician on board besides like the standard electrical knowledge applies if you go like electrical, I mean, if you're construction or something, if you're starting out apprenticing, that's all you have. That is the job, right? You're apprenticing. All you have is basic knowledge, right? But you're making a bigger salary. Yeah. So then what does a, what does a EM2 who gets out, where where would you think they fall in in like the apprentice journeyman? I'm not familiar with any of that. I'm might, not sure. Yeah, I, there might be something where like if depending on how much experience you have in the navy, maybe you could get out of the navy and straight up test for journeyman right away and skip yeah. the apprenticeship. I don't know. So Dale has a hot take here. Mm -hmm. You ready for it? Yeah. The thing I'm looking forward to most is not babysitting shitty young sailors. <laughs> In the civilian civilian world, if you tell someone to do something and they don't do it, you that's just, on them, yeah, not just, my leadership style. Yeah, you just fire them. Yeah, yeah, you know, hot take, Dale. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to have. I wouldn't want to be responsible for some of the people on that I've seen in the Navy. I wouldn't want to be responsible for them. Yeah. So yeah. Fuck. Dale said six to ten k. And when you think about it, this, is something me and my wife have talked about before, right? Is like when you think about. So, so you need a pay increase, obviously, the amount of work you do and everything, right? Now, I will, I will, a chief who is supposed to be a chief, subject matter expert in rate. Sure. Also, um, there's now coaching classes for us to take because we're supposed to be a coach. Yeah, I heard about that. We're also supposed to be like semi-psychologists, even though we don't have a degree because we're supposed to be able to catch all the mental signs that a sailor isn't doing well. And there are signs that you can't catch, but we're supposed to have somehow do that when we're not qualified and we should just be referring them immediately to doc or giving them the ride to Balboa. Mm -hmm. Right. Which I fully support. I'll do that for anyone, sure. but I'm not a psychologist, but like there's all these expectations of right. us at our level. It's like, well, you can pay me for all that. We need more from you. We need more from you. Yeah. We need more from you, but I'm not giving anything to you. 
So, right. It's just, right. it's just all, and you know, again, it's a conversation I have with my wife where she's like, I don't fucking get In it. In a normal job, you should, you could say, well, if you're going to give me this much more responsibility, then you're going to fucking pay, pay me for it. Right. Not here. But labor laws don't apply to us. No. Why not? Good question. Hey, Navy, labor laws. What's going on with them? <laughs> overtime. <laughs> hey, you know how fast we'd get off hull during the week if we had overtime? Well, you'd be done by Wednesday. <laughs> like, don't even count a duty day. You ain't even got to count the duty day, right? Don't even count the 24 hours. Just, yeah. just count a duty day as like 16, right? Because we're getting eight hours of sleep. Not really, but yeah. don't even count that. We'll be good. We'll be good. What do you think about, um, like, take take me into, like, your mind of, like, the, like your pre-deployment mind. Like, what are you looking forward to on deployment? Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to see? Like, I want to hit. I want to hit ports. That's yeah, what that's every it. junior sailor that you want to go. Just yeah, party. I want to see shit yeah. that I that nobody else gets to see yeah. unless you do this fucking job. You know, I want the Navy experience that you only get if you're a fucking sailor. Yeah, sorry, there's flies. I got the door so open good. still. It's hot. Summertime. Yeah, yeah. That. Oh man. I hope you, you know? get it, man. Like I said, I think we got some. Good... We'll get it. Yeah. Even if it's only Guam and Singapore, that's two places that I probably would never have gone otherwise. Yeah. So that's cool. Guam, Guam's all right. I think Guam is a place. I think if we're enough time there in Guam and it's like low-key enough, like snorkeling and shit is dope. That sounds cool. Which is crazy because I I ain't gonna drop no names. I know a person that was in Guam recently that uh, goes out there to support our ships. Okay. And they're doing a lot of snorkeling. <laughs> If you're listening, I don't think you listen, but you might know who I'm talking about. A lot. Like, a lot. It's good for them. Yeah, I was just wondering, though, like, hey, when's uh, when's that fucking maintenance getting done? <laughs> huh? When did the maintenance get done? Was it that sunny? Was it at the fucking sun at high noon all day long where it just you had perfect high noon snorkeling weather? Who was doing the maintenance? Well, what do they say? The work, the there will be work tomorrow, right? What do they say? There are, yeah, there's always there'll be, gonna be yeah, work tomorrow. There's gonna be maintenance tomorrow, and yeah. fucking tomorrow, and tomorrow, and yeah. maintenance, and maintenance. But today's snorkeling. Yeah, except fucking if we listen to three MC right there, three MA right. Uh, I don't have we, a call, so <laughs> you'll be all right. <laughs> It's not a qualified position. You're literally just the assistant. <laughs> oh, very well. Yeah. It, you, I thought it would at least have something to show for it. No. Didn't we just learn anything here? We're going to ask <laughs> more of you, but not pay you for it. Right. Okay? Everything's in the in the job description. For sure. Sorry. It is what it is. <laughs> They're taking advantage of, of, of someone good because I'm not going to, you know. Well, no I bitch in well, your blood. Off, I can't say no. <laughs> And like I said, I'm not the guy who pretends to sleep in his rack. So yeah, who was that? Hey, I'm not saying names. Uh, okay, yeah. I know what burden you're in. But when DCC comes in, banging on, <laughs> and yeah, come on. Yeah, I thought you guys did this. <laughs> hey, whose burden was? Hey, whose burden was that? <laughs> come on, whose burden was that? I know, I know. That's funny. I know you're right. sleeping. Uh, all right, Chris. We'll use your uh, pretend name. You got anything else, bro? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I think so. Yeah, hey, man, again, uh, thank you for coming over and, and hanging out with uh, this old salty, grumpy uh, asshole of a chief, you know, that, that um, you work with. Yep. Um, I got to get my other stuff ready because I got to make sure I put up my disclaimer. <laughs> it's very important. 
Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, we're just having fun over here at the Bravo Zulu podcast. You know, uh, talking to junior sailors is a thrill. Um, yeah, I wouldn't even call this mentorship, right? It's just the most important part was the first hour when we really got to know him and 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 why he's here and how, why he's not going to be here, right? That's that's what's important. And it's not just important for other Navy listeners, but it's important to civilians out there. Might you be listening one day to realize, like, it's not all fucking all good all the time. And it's not what you see in movies. It's fucking mundane, monotonous, like just blah work like 90% of the time because the 10%, you don't want it to fucking get crazy, especially on a fucking like Navy vessel where if shit goes bad, you're fighting the ocean. And that's like no bueno, right? I never want to do it. I've never done it. I I, I don't, I want to get through the next four years. I want everyone else to get through their career not doing it. But maybe one day, you know, China decides to test us as we, uh, you know, throw up gang sides, you know, cruising through their neighborhood. And should they do that test? Um, I hope it's uh, against a destroyer who's fully outfitted for uh, combat because it's going to be a bad day for the mother motherfuckers. Hey, don't forget, for more information on how you can support the podcast, please visit us. Cue the music first. Uh, at anchor.fm backslash Bravo Zulu podcast. Uh, the information, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of myself, Joshua Moore, and my guests. And do not necessarily represent the DOD, DON, or those of the respected institutions or organizations. There's a fly. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>